Hello and happy holidays from the Miss Spirituality crew. Um, welcome, ladies, my lovely sisters, Christina. Hello. And Carolina. Hey, hey. Welcome, guys. So today is going to be um, essentially a Miss Spirituality like holiday edition podcast. Um, and I feel like today's topic is going to resonate with some people taking a, a spiritual twist, a more mindful approach to dealing with the holidays. Um, the holiday times are like very happy and cheerful, you know, nostalgic times. Um, hopefully you get to celebrate with your family and get some time off. But I think today I want to talk about how to survive the holidays and how we manage with the stress and maybe not so great things that come along with this time of year where it's hectic and busy and there's just so much going on, hopefully good, but a lot of times it can be not so great. This time of year, I think a lot of people deal with depression, um, they deal with anxiety, stress, pressure. Um, so I feel like today would be a good day to kind of give some tips and just kind of chat about maybe what our expectations are for the holidays and find ways of rethinking, reworking that um, and making it more of a manageable approach so that you could really enjoy the holidays and maybe reduce some of that pressure. Um, what do you girls think? I think those are great ideas, great topics, especially at this time of the year. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I think we can all we can all kind of relate to whatever side you're looking on on it being something happy and joyful and magical and then the other side of it being a little a little bit um sad and um gloomy and kind of like the the harshness of of the weather and the harshness of like not being able to see the sun and the harshness of, of, of life. Like, you know, people like you start to realize that there's homeless people and where are they staying? And you start to like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a duality. It's, it's both magical and somewhat depressing at times. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I completely agree. Um, but to not get too deep and dark, Let's mm -hmm. start with something a little fun. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you ladies a question, and maybe you guys who are listening can think about this. What is your favorite memory of the holidays? If you celebrate the holidays, of course. Um, what is your favorite memory? I can go first and give you guys a minute to think about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you go ahead. Let me think. <laughs> um, one of my favorite memories of the holidays is watching like Christmas films <laughs> the my favorite ones I mean like there's nothing better than to sit indoors and be cozy and like have you know comfort treats like hot chocolate or cookies or something and watch some Christmas movies I have to say although my taste in Christmas movies might be a little weird <laughs> but I've always had nostalgic feeling in watching Tim Burton movies. So Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, my favorite Christmas movie as a kid and still is one of my favorites. Scrooged. Um, yeah, that's a good and, one. That's a good one. And The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always a fun. I fun love one. The Grinch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of, and I would, you know, as I got older and I had my kids with me, like it was something that I could get them to sit down and do with me for, you know, kids get antsy and they don't want to sit still anymore. So it was one of those things that I could force them to do and, and make, they would actually enjoy. And sometimes I'd put it on while we do the Christmas tree because the Christmas tree is very hard to put up and is time consuming. And sometimes when they got older, they weren't having it. So just having like a really fun like Christmas movie on just to set the tone. Um, it's always like a fun, good, nostalgic memory. It brings you back to, you know, that feeling. So that's one of mine. How about you guys? Um, I would say 
I guess when we're like little kids, um, maybe between five and 10 years old, I remember when mom would um, tell us to go to bed because she would be <laughs> wrapping presents, but we knew she was wrapping the presents, you know, and then she would hide it in the closet. And I'm sure one of us would like find our way into the closet just to see like what it was. <laughs> That was always exciting. It's like, oh, they're staying up, and like we had to go to bed, but you know, just getting ready for the for the morning to like open up our presents. I think that was one of my favorite memories. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, yeah, that is a good one. I feel like I've had my ups and downs with like the idea of Christmas. I mm-hmm. think I think that my mom has like these happy memories as a kid, and. Mm-hmm. You know, the times that mom would wrap gifts, I, I kind of knew she was at the age of five, <laughs> like at four yeah. or five years old, because she would gossip with granny in the kitchen. <laughs> um, so I knew they were doing something. They were up to something. So I, I, I fast enough figured that out. But I think that when it came to like one of my favorite memories, I remember receiving like a, a kind of like a cassette and book it was like a sing-along kind of reading book mm. and it was Peter and the Wolf do you remember that yeah yeah I <laughs> and I I was pretty obsessed with that and I would play it and read the book and kind of like run around the house I think <laughs> I, I don't that think it cool. necessarily had to do with anything about gifts but it was just I guess it was the sound of like the music that was playing around that time Mm-hmm. And I think mom was decorating around that time. I, I Maybe, you know, maybe it's the music and the decorations that kind of bring mm-hmm. happy memories. Now, I was just going to say, like, uh, my relationship with Christmas has definitely changed over the years. And I feel it, it's kind of morphed into something different now, which we'll talk about in the podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I got one more for you. I have two mm-hmm. more. Sure. One is... Um, granny our grandmother had this like jar of like <laughs> licorice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. ribboned or is it is it look it's licorice right there well, was there was part- li- there there was licorice and i guess those were were candied like sugared um hard candy but they were in the shape of a ribbon yeah and i i believe those are kind of like i want to say like italian desserts yeah like yeah. that were shared around christmas time but so we didn't know fancy. that as kids yeah <laughs> but they were so when we got into the jar i don't know how old they were but they were hard as rocks <laughs> <laughs> and a chisel one from the other <laughs> and as children like anything sugary you're just like oh okay. yum <laughs> <laughs> And the second one is naughty behavior, which is that me and Christy unwrap some gifts, <laughs> completely unwrap, I think, two gifts and rewrap them, like, perfectly. And no one... I can't believe you did that. <laughs> and to be fair, there's karma for that, because when my kids were littler than they are now, or young, um, they're much older now, but when they're younger... Um, they also unwrapped their Christmas gifts and mm. I could tell they unwrapped them and <laughs> my son was like no I didn't unwrap it my um, my daughter at the time who was much like seven years younger than me, he was like she did because he thought she wouldn't get in trouble for it. <laughs> and I was like oh no no I know this game you totally unwrapped it <laughs> you're, you're, you're fooling the wrong person <laughs> I invented <them. laughs> Yeah, those are, like, funny, silly, like, Christmas memories that aren't quite, like, they're just weird ones, you know, not traditional ones. They're just, like, funny little mischievous, you know, minded Christmas memories that I have. (laughs) Yeah, those are always great. I mean, Um, Santa was mischievous, though, you know, like, who comes creeping in your house and (laughs) delivering packages? I mean, it was a a time of magic and and mischievousness, you know? Oh, my God. Speaking of Santa, do you remember our stepfather dressing up as 
Oh God, How Manta. I think I'm a little embarrassed by that. And we were all like over the age of thirteen. Yeah, I think. Well, you guys were like, I was probably nine, and it's just That's at true. that point, it's like I think this is weird because <laughs> I can it's see you in there. Is this some weird like phase you're going through? Yeah, <laughs> that was a big funny. thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, embar- it was embarrassing because I was in high school already. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Those are good memories, though. They're weird memories, but they're they're good ones, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of that wonderful, like, I guess, holiday cheer that's there. Um, I think I, I like the holiday specials all the time, the claymation. There was always, like, a moral mm-hmm. lesson to Mm -hmm. all of them you know Mm -hmm. um like the stop motion animation ones they were good they were good i i you know i think they were still old vintage when i you know i saw them but they were still really good ones and Mm -hmm. i think that a part of enjoying christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate during this time or even if you do celebrate anything during this time Like, a part of it is, one, we reminisce on the innocence during this time. You know, like, there wasn't as much worry. But it depends on how you grew up, too, you know. Mm -hmm. And our parents, depending how well they were doing or not doing, like, we felt that as kids. We feel that now as adults. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I think the thing that I appreciated the most was the quality time that I spent with the family. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever it is we were doing, because we were together, it made it magical. You know, it made it fun because we all decided that it was going to be that. And it's something that I am grateful for. And things were not always perfect, but it's definitely something that I appreciate now more than ever so I mean let's get into the topics then I guess in terms of dealing with the holidays I think one of the biggest issues during the holidays is the amount of stress that people are under it just seems like there's always something to do or there's never enough or there's like some work to be done I feel like the workload is 10 times more I feel like people are pulling at you every which way. And not to mention that, like, depending on where you are in the country, like, the weather doesn't help. The weather does not help at all. Mm -hmm. So I think that what we're going to do is kind of just chit-chat about ways to manage stress, maybe, and look at different ways of approaching the holidays so that you don't feel the pressure of expectations and also to just remind you to take time for yourself and to maybe see how you're approaching this time of year. Um, Is it through the lens of trying to keep up with, you know, the status quo? Are you just getting caught up in consumerism or are you looking at the holidays in a, in a more grateful way are you taking advantage of this time of reflection and time with your family so let's get started all right um so what are some of the stressors that you guys might see or you think that there is during the holidays that stand out to you that you feel the most pressure about i'd say at least for me Things have shifted quite a bit, but what I see around me is that, especially when I'm on my way to work, everybody's trying to be everywhere at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Like, because Mm -hmm. of the pressure of Christmas, you know, parents are trying to pick up their kids from school or trying to get gifts at the stores but they're all doing it at the same exact time yeah which which is you know it's kind of like a tangle even even with traffic people are not paying attention there's just this bit of tanglement that Mm. 
really, I believe, is unnecessary. I understand why it's there, but I think it's unnecessary if we were more um, conscious with our time and more intentional with what we were doing. So Mm -hmm. there's that. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, I work in retail, so... You're in the, what is it? You're in the trenches. (laughs) Yeah. But I will say that it hasn't been that busy. Um, I would say more so because I work in the in retail and and um, what do you call it resale? Mm-hmm. Yeah, resale and market. donations. Mm-hmm. So um, we're getting a lot of donations. So I'll say that there's a lot of people probably going through their stuff. Mm-hmm. But one thing it makes me think of, and maybe I'm going off topic when I think about this, but consumerism and wastefulness and, oh. and the cycle of it, like repeating. Yes, I can know. see that. Yeah. And we're getting so much donations and like, it's just a lot of it just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I guess the thing is, it's like, it it feels like people are like unconsciously buying lots and lots of things and not using it. Right. And, you know, they, it's good that they're donating it to a place that that's going to give, you know, like you can use, make, reuse it and, and resell it. But a lot of it doesn't you know get get processed in that way and it's just like um I think it's a time to think more more consciously of what you're buying what you're gifting you yeah. know and maybe start making your own things and being more crafty and, and then yeah just being more conscious of that because it's it's not going anywhere and it, eventually it will go a lot of it will go in the landfill you know and we don't want that to happen. So yeah, I totally, I totally get that. Chris. That's a, that's a really good point too. Cause I feel like, um, to the point that I would make during this time of year, it kind of goes in line with that. And that is like the idea of expectation, like what should be the status quo in terms mm-hmm. of gift giving, like the the unnecessarily buying things for people. And mm-hmm. when people shop and there there's a pressure to shop and you're just buying to buy, that's how you end up buying random crap. And mm-hmm. given, sure, it's good for the economy, but there's no excuse and that that's no reason to buy junk. You know, there are different ways yeah. of utilizing and gift giving yeah. and consciously doing so as opposed to just like mass shopping one day, like you said, Carol, like where you're just in a frenzy, you're picking up the most random shit, you're giving it to someone who has no use for it. And, you know, even people who are working like that money, they had to give up a portion of their life. Like they're Mm -hmm. giving hours for this money and you're giving time out of your life. You don't get back for that money. So it's not that you shouldn't buy, but I think we do need to be a little bit more mindful of how we shop and what we're giving. And don't just give to give to say you gave somebody something, you know? And I half think- the time that they're shopping, they're already stressed. So they're not thinking logically or, exactly. or rationally, you know? Exactly. So yeah. I think it's just, I think right, right. that expectation should be maybe readjusted in people's minds. Like, I think gift giving is great, but I don't think that we should just, I think that if you're going to purchase something, it's important to like be mindful about how you purchase it. Maybe shop mm-hmm. local, maybe mm-hmm. find vintage things or res- resold things or consignment things, or maybe mm-hmm. like we were talking about, um, make something for someone. If you have like someone that's really hard to shop for, Because some people, you know, when you're buying for friends or something, they're adults, they know what they like. So Mm -hmm. more than likely, they're gonna, they're gonna get whatever they want during the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, maybe you don't feel comfortable, like purchasing things for them. So you're gonna give them a small gift just to give a small gift. I think it's important to like, just be mindful that it's something they could use. And if they can't use it, then maybe you can offer them a service. Maybe you can make them something to eat. Maybe, you know, like using your skills to assist them in some way might be very beneficial right now to someone. Because I feel like right now, 
in particular, I feel a lot of people are struggling. And Mm -hmm. maybe that's monetary. Maybe it's emotionally. I think there could be just a, a variety of different ways that we can give gifts without being wasteful and thoughtless, you know? Because it's mm-hmm. like at that point, sometimes we just give random gifts. It's like throwing something at someone that's like, what am I going to do with this? Like dollar store, I don't know, candle that doesn't smell good. Like, don't right. do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Maybe, maybe you just make them cookies or maybe like, I get that not everybody likes that, but I think there's just more meaning behind when you are consciously purchasing because if you're going to buy something for someone or invest in something I think it should be more mindful is all that's my idea I I believe in that definitely believe in that yeah I mean I have a resale shop and if anybody's interested yeah we'll link your resale shop below for sure yeah city girl Etsy (laughs) Where you can get your vintage and used goods. So Yes. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, support your friends if they're artists, too. You mm-hmm. know, spread mm-hmm. the love. Um, I recently, I, I was going to say, I, I just recently supported an, another Etsy shop recently. Um, you know, I'm still wearing masks. Um, I'm still wearing masks. And so I ended up ordering... Um, like silk masks to ride the train because I, I ride the train a lot to go to work. Yeah. And it was it was nice to actually help support a local and small business. Um and they make these hand and they make these handmade masks. So awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like when it comes to small businesses and local artists like their quality is usually pretty good because they're oh, such yeah. a small name that they are held responsible for what they're producing. Like they're not That's big enough true. to kind of sweep things under the rug. So, you know, and you can, you could tell it's going to last a long time because yeah. it's handmade. Right. Their, their, their shop is called Kinko, like Q I N I K O. Mm-hmm. And they're based in New York. So just That's in case cool. anybody's wondering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, um, yeah, so those are great, great opportunities to kind of give something unique. I also have a shop that isn't completely mm-hmm. open, but should be open by the time it's released. It's handinhandlove.org. So it's uh, jewelry. It's crystal jewelry, like mindful crystal jewelry. And yeah, I'll link all the 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 websites of these um Etsy shops guys. and yeah. yeah and stuff that I feel like is just more mindful to do and to go and explore and buy from just because one it's something unique so you don't want to give something somebody already has and two when it's handmade artisanal crafted you know it's a different vibe to it and it's going to be a better quality and three I think it's just better to support like smaller businesses you want to if you want to give back to the economy and you're shopping to kind of stimulate that um you could still be mindful about how you do so um but that leads us into the next next group i mean in terms of helping you out and giving gifts and everything um not everybody's doing financially well or not everybody has the time to give gifts to everyone so one solution that i feel would be a good one to consider when approaching like holiday gift giving or, or any of those things is potentially utilizing um, love languages to give back to people around you, your friends, your family, if they're close enough to you. Um, Maybe not your boss or anything like that. But for those who are close to you, I think that Instead of like socks, maybe your friend would like to go out on a coffee date with you or to like have you for a full couple hours so that you guys could literally chat, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. or maybe you are good at decorating and, you know, somebody needs help like they just moved and they need help decorating their house. Like there are alternative gifts that 
can fit the love languages that I think would be kind of a good place to reach in and, and maybe offer that to people you're close to. So what are the love languages? So there's active service, right? Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Um, quality time. Quality time. Personal Affection. touch. Yeah. Affection. Yeah. Affection. Touch. Yep. I feel like. And the are- last one is gifts. And gifts. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes like we feel bad if we can't give something. Do you guys ever feel that like when somebody gives you something and you're like, oh shit, like. I didn't get you something or a lot of the time you feel the pressure to give the equal value valued (laughs) gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a, yeah. But, but it never comes in the time that you expect it or like, yeah, I guess it it deals with expectations of yourself and others and the timing. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I feel like we shouldn't worry about like, if it's not, right on time I think the intention Mm -hmm. behind it is worth more than when it's expected Mm. do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like if it's yeah let's say you miss somebody's birthday and they don't get it exactly on their birthday eventually throughout the year it's more of an intentional gift and you're not rushing and making those irrational choices Mm -hmm. it's more intentional and they can enjoy it more definitely in, in in unexpected ways you know Right. And sometimes you can't rely on the post, you know, to get there on time. So, <laughs> you know, especially around yeah. Christmas. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I get a little bit late. That's okay. <laughs> and I guess yeah. that's, that's a good point too. Like, I mean, I guess that is very common where people are like, no, don't get me something, but maybe as a friend or a partner, maybe you give your like partner some ideas, like alternatives Mm -hmm. to things or cut them some slack. Like, you know, we'll do something after the holidays or we'll make time to do something together and Mm -hmm. go on a trip or something, you know, like, right. Right. Yeah. It's good to verbalize things. Yeah. My gift to you is that you don't have to give me anything this time of year. (laughs) Right, for the whole year and then save your money until the end of the year. And yeah, we'll go hang trip. out in January, you know, and then you're going to eat dinner or something. Or you're dinner. Exactly. <laughs> you to be creative with how you go about it. And the last thing I want to give anyone for Christmas is stress. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't want that. Exactly. I feel like people do, you know, in terms of the concept of expectations. I think it's nice to receive gifts. Um, I like gifts. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I think that you give gifts to people because you want them to know that you appreciate them. So I just think that there's very many ways to appreciate people and Mm -hmm. to make it known, you know, so that we don't have to put that kind of pressure on ourselves because when we put pressure on ourselves, I don't think we always show up in our best light. Yeah, that's true. And so, you know, doing yourself a favor by maybe setting boundaries with your expectations too. Like, you know, money's tight or I'm really booked this month. I have a lot going on. I want to make it a point to see you this day, but I can only spare this amount of time. Or I'll catch up with you after new year's or i'll catch up with you during new year's and give me these couple weeks to kind of focus on what i need to focus on i think mm-hmm. having good boundaries with yourself and others and and telling them that that you know it's not you you know i appreciate you but just like as communicating is also a good way to kind of appreciate yourself and show other people that you do appreciate them and that you do feel like you value them but maybe just you know you're not in the place to kind of you're spread pretty thin right now you know mm-hmm. yeah. the I, good. you don't <laughs> become resentful you know because if you feel pressure then you be, re, become resentful and it doesn't the value of giving loses its you know its value in a sense so yeah you know, it's important what you said Olga about that mm-hmm. yeah. and I do feel like um this time of year 
you know, it's very much a time where we're in a state of giving, 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 but I don't think that that's the only way to show we care. And I think this all stems from the idea that this time of year is particularly a time of year where we would show gratitude. I think that instead of thinking in terms of what is the biggest gift I can give somebody, what's the most expensive thing, I think it's important to maybe practice more gratitude this time of year and Mm -hmm. what that truly means to you. Like what makes you feel grateful and what are you grateful for? You know, and that is very little to do with adding, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I feel like we're just trying to look for more money. We're just trying to work more. We're just trying to like consume, consume, consume. When I think that in the winter time, it's a time of scarcity. Mm -hmm. It's a time of very little. So even looking back to, you know, the ritual of Christmas, whether it was from like the Christians or the pagans or whatever you, you know, whatever we're pulling from, it was really truly about gratitude. It was Mm -hmm. about gratitude for life. It was about gratitude for what we had. And all that actually comes from gratitude from a place of scarcity. It's not about like, piling up the gifts it's actually very much about being grateful for the little you have because Mm -hmm. in the past this would be rough times for a lot of people dealing with Mm -hmm. harsh weather dealing with very little food you know heck some people wouldn't even survive the winter time so it was funny enough the less you have it's almost the more grateful you are for what you have left You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and I mean, like, I think that just even reflecting on that, um, you know, we're coming out of a pandemic where not everybody came out of that alive, you know, or without issue. Like, I do think that there is and should be a different tone to these times of year where you have time with those you love, if you are lucky enough to, to have that. Mm -hmm. And it is a time of of year that those of who don't have those people, or even if you do have family around you, it's a time of year where we can feel very lonely. You start to feel lonely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You start to feel the lack of partnership or, you start to just kind of reflect and, you know, the weather doesn't help or the holiday movies don't help, you know, <laughs> like. No, you're not, you don't have one, someone, to, <laughs> someone to cozy up to like the movie. <laughs> yeah. I do, but it happens to be a cat, so <laughs> I, love, I love that. Well, that's a good alternative. <laughs> yeah. He's loyal, that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> and cozy and he's just so handsome yeah and I will say that it's like you know when you are in that state of like loneliness it's you know easier said than done to feel grateful for those things that you do have but I do feel like maybe if you need to reach out to people you know Mm -hmm. I I think that it's something to do or if someone reaches out to you or maybe you you actually check in on friends mm-hmm. just you know not with the intention of like what do you want for Christmas or like are we going out and getting <laughs> drunk you know like maybe it's like hey how you doing are you still how are you hanging in there you know because yeah. you'd be surprised people that have families and partners sometimes they still feel lonely mm-hmm. yeah and they get burnt out so I think that even more so than gifts, I think like being grateful for the people you have still in your life, the family that you have, or even just, you know, that you survived another year, that you made it through things that are hard. I think those are really important things to 
to reflect on because I think that when you feel the, the, the lack thereof of a partner or friends or money or like anything or daylight for goodness sake, um, I think that it can be hard. So gratitude by journaling, by just being, you know, good with what you are, what you have now, where you're at right now, finding some appreciation for yourself is a good practice to have, even when it feels not great. And also acts of service for those less fortunate than you is another good way of handling that. Like, Mm -hmm. instead of like giving gifts to everyone, maybe you like donate your time to a shelter or, you know, donate clothes or donate food food to a pantry yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. because there will be shortages as we get closer to christmas so Mm -hmm. if anyone wants to donate are there any other pressures that you guys feel like we haven't covered that you or anything you feel about any of those topics Maybe pressures of hosting, like a a family gathering. (laughs) Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. I think think the way our family has done it is that we've done a lot of potlucks in the past to kind of alleviate some of that pressure. So it's not just one person making all the food or or hosting. I think that's the way we – Yeah, and I think it really kind of um, delegates – how like the responsibilities so it's not it doesn't fall on just one person you know and everybody gets to add their spinning touches to their meals or what they contribute so I think that's right. that's that's fun and helpful mm-hmm. yeah and I guess the pressure yeah the pressure of hosting and, and wanting everything to be perfect and like obviously like the food and it's a lot you know, sometimes for, for one person, if one person's responsible for everything, it is a lot for that person yeah. to like do everything. And it's also a lot for two people sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Partners can yeah. get the big bickering, you know, like oh, we've yeah. all been there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it is nice to maybe offer a friend, like, you know, maybe help and in, in or- helping organize a party instead of them doing it all themselves or helping family or like you know there's other ways of like maybe help alleviate some of the stress of the person who's hosting you know yeah or like help them do dishes to... yeah that's a good <laughs> yeah. one yeah yeah that's just, that's a good one i was just gonna say like if you if you're going to a holiday party this year or like a different family's house Mm-hmm. If they're they're already providing the food, it's just nice to check in and say, "Hey, do you need anything else?" That that's always helpful because we always forget something. That's true. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very true. Yep. Like you could you can like you know they they could be missing mustard and you you know you're the person who picks it up for them and you get a big hug in exchange for it. So <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes that helps. Sometimes it helps. <laughs> And another one would be, I guess, traveling. I mean, I don't, I don't think I really traveled during the holiday, but I could see where that could be stressful too. A lot of people do. Yeah, I have a friend that did, and yeah, it could be, you know, for work and both for like the holidays, and yeah, they barely felt like they were at home, so it could be stressful. Um, yeah, see, especially since they're married also mm-hmm. so they go to their families and then their mm-hmm. their in-laws you know right right that makes sense mm-hmm. i know and then splitting the that's another good one like splitting the time with this in-law and that in-law. Oh, yeah. like, i guess i can talk about i want to bring up something and i guess my my views of christmas has changed quite a bit mm-hmm. I, rem- I i remember like the most bitter time I guess being in college and back then the winters were so harsh and you know, you're a student, you're on a budget and this is during the time we didn't have lifts or even YouTube Mm. for that matter. And we had to stick it out there in the cold 
not really dressing ourselves very well at that age, (laughs) no. And I just remember freezing my butt off, and I hated it. I I I just regretted it, and it it sucked when when you're that young and you know you're you're trying to get a footing in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think I think my views of winter has changed quite a lot. I used to hate it, and it was unbearable. I don't even know how I made it to parties at that age um, and in the cold. Yeah. But but I, I was diagnosed with, like, uh, seasonal affective disorder, so these winter blues do affect me, and I've been able to manage it for the past two to three years, but two years without medication, and... I think what's helped me to manage the winter blues um, is to kind of have a, a, a plan for yourself. Mm. Like if you know you're going to dread the cold and like this time of year, have like a plan and it probably will take you some time to figure out a plan that works for you. But now because I know what I've been diagnosed with, I have a sun lamp that helps to bring in more sunlight especially when the sun goes down so early on oh yeah at this time of the year and mm-hmm. I'm definitely affected by that so I you know I bought a sun lamp and I use it on the days that I know I won't get sunlight and you just plug it in I set the timer and I put it for about 30 minutes and it automatically you know goes out after those 30 minutes yeah. So that can be helpful. They used to be reasonable on Amazon. Uh, I'm not sure what the prices are nowadays, but that's helpful for someone who works in the office or mm. has low lighting in their home. True. Um, let's see. Another thing is to be more active. Even if it doesn't, I used to run in the winter. Um, even if I can't do that even now, um, going for walks either mm-hmm. early in the morning or right before the sun goes down is very helpful. Even if it's not like very hard on your body, even just walking a longer distance can be very in tuned with the, with nature outside as well as like your body acclimating to the weather. Yeah. I think that's helpful. Um, And also eating the right foods this time Mm -hmm. of year, getting your, Mm -hmm. getting your foods in a warmer temperature is it helps it helps i found that um if you're stressed out this time of the year i always like crave hot chocolate <laughs> chocolate, well, chocolate is good for the mood too yeah, i mean yeah. it is it try to get the your... not so um preservative filled hot chocolate because there are good or ones. highly sweetened ones either. yeah watch out for those hidden calories but there are some really good ones out there mm-hmm. yeah i mean i mean swiss miss has a low calorie one if anyone's interested in that um but you know chocolate is known to reduce stress yeah. and help the mood help help boost like dopamine so that's that's something i like to enjoy and i've been enjoying that quite a bit <laughs> Yeah, I think that's yeah. a, that's a good point because I feel like um, people, because they're so frantic and stressed, and there's this thing to do and that thing to do, that they we often kind of compromise our self care a lot yeah. during mm-hmm. this time of year because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you have to go to work, you have to go run out and buy gifts, you have to go to this party, you got to cook this, like. So when there's some limited amount of time, especially limited amount of daylight, we tend to compromise our like personal time. And you're absolutely right. We should not be compromising that personal time and treat yourself. I can't tell you how many times I've seen, because I worked in retail, how many times I would see people who would buy and they would be like, oh, and this is for me. You know, like they would apologize for buying themselves something. And on one hand, I get if you're on a budget and you're trying not to buy. But on the other hand, there's just this like ingrained, like if I have to do for others and I cannot, that means I cannot do for myself, you know, because that makes me selfish. And that's kind of a backwards mentality. You should still feel, you still should treat yourself. Like you still should feel good in what you're doing and you deserve something and you deserve to take care of yourself as well. Like, and, you know, don't get me wrong if you're buying, 
you buy no one anything and you were supposed to but instead you (laughs) spent it all on yourself like good for you but still like I feel like nobody usually does that it's always like oh I bought this little tiny you know ring for my or these little earrings or a little button or sticker I know I shouldn't but it's like (laughs) oh (laughs) I think you'll be okay (laughs) you'll survive (laughs) I I feel like my mind shift has definitely shifted this year yeah with that with that theme because I don't know I, I always had this like scarcity mentality and um due to like being thrifty growing up and I think you girls gave me the best talk on one of our podcasts also about having a good relationship with money yeah. and that, that, that blew my mind and it, it blew my abundance. And I think that I, I do like to give a lot to others. And I think this year is the first time that I've been selfish with myself and mm-hmm. I feel, I feel less stress this year around mm-hmm. this time of year because I have been treating myself and I'm better prepared to take care of the people I care about and to be there uh, emotionally or physically, whatever they need, because I've been treating myself and I am as important as the people I love. Yes. So I think my mind, my mindset has shifted, especially this year. And I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> and yeah. It really, truly. Yeah, that's so great. I feel like it should, it's something that we need to shift our mindset. I -hmm. think this is the most predatory time of year for most people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you know what? I know those Hallmark movies, (laughs) I was going to say, like, I know that the Hallmark movies make people feel lonely and things like that. But you know what? This is what I tell my therapist. I'm, you know what? I'm not going to put that pressure on myself. You know what? I should be celebrating that I'm single mm-hmm. and that that I get to treat myself and I get to cuddle up on the couch with my cat and spend time quality time with my family and it's it's those memories that you're going to take with you forever mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. things come and go and as my therapist has said you know there are people for a time and a reason <laughs> and, and for a season mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. enjoy the time you have now you know and be intentional with it so and that's great. I completely, that's so true. That's a hundred percent true. I love that. Yeah. I guess the other, let me, let me bring up the other, um, sure. the other kind of polarity to all that is when people don't show up for you during the holidays, mm-hmm. when you're disappointed in not getting gifts, you get everybody something or you make such an effort for other people. What do you do when people forget about you? Oh, I felt Sad. that. I felt that. I feel disappointed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sad. And disappointed. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the but... remedy to that is exactly what you just said. And that's why I bring it up is because. Interesting. Yeah. You're taking care of yourself and you're, you know, because I feel like sometimes we could be like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy myself something because I'm. I'm not going to buy this thing that I want. I mean, it's very dangerous to shop during this time of year because somebody could, you know, depending on, they could get you the same thing. You're kind of risking that. However, Mm -hmm. if you are taking care of yourself, you don't feel a lack thereof. You know, like true. You're not waiting for someone to get that thing. Cause I feel like sometimes the mentality is that, Oh, I'm not going to give myself anything because I'm going to wait for someone to give me something special. And it's like, you know, a lot of the times people don't, they don't, or they give you something that it doesn't, you know, you don't even like, like, or that you didn't even ask for. Yeah. Or nothing (laughs) at all. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about you. You I guess mine comes in the form of not necessarily gifts, but more in the form of like quality time. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, this person, this friend, you know, like, oh, they, they, they couldn't make it out or, you know, they feel disappointed or you feel like you're, you know, sometimes you feel like you're putting more effort in, in a, like a friendship or a relationship, yeah. but then it's like not reciprocated. So yeah. That can be a disappointment, especially, I, mean, I don't want to say especially during the holidays, but it kind of adds it def- more to it. It definitely adds to it. Yeah. Because yeah. you see all these fun things. That's the other thing. 
this is why mm-hmm. it's so hard for people who feel alone, you know, or you know, that they don't have like an attentive part or, you know, any of those things, why it hits them so hard is because you see everyone else doing it though, because everyone mm-hmm. else is mm-hmm. able to go out and enjoy fun holiday activities <laughs> or they're walking with their partner in the snow in the nice little twinkly lights or, you know, like, and they're all outside, yeah. you know, and it's, funny because it, it makes you think are they really doing it at like 360 like every single day of the year or they're just doing it just this time just to show like that they're doing it you know that's a great point I think that's what it is it's like they've ignored each other all year <laughs> yeah exactly. to revisit each other for a few photos at the end of the year don't do that either but yeah, yeah. Or for the Insta post. Yes. <laughs> they do it for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, hashtag gram couples. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'll give you my honest opinion. I see that often. And, you know, especially like when, when I went to the Chris Kindle Mart with Evelyn, um, mm. I do see a lot of couples and I see them more out during this time of year from the fall to like winter seasons. And I think in the past it made me feel lonely, but I think now I'm like, you know what? Go you enjoy that moment. I'm like, share that love. You should be sharing more love. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, go you, but I'm going to enjoy my time as a single person just as much. You know what I mean? I get to hang out with my girls and have like, girl night and I for me I I I cherish those moments absolutely you know Mm -hmm. and like like Thanksgiving I felt so cozy and like with you girls and just catching up and that to me is everything everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely I I can't ask for more I just I don't I that's my main love language so for Mm -hmm. me it's everything I agree and I think that that's the thing too like Sure, nice things are nice, but it's also a good time to truly appreciate what you have. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we can get stubborn and be like, well, I don't have anything or this didn't go my way or I'm alone. And Mm -hmm. the universe has a funny way of showing you what alone really truly looks like sometimes. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't appreciate what you do have you're going to learn a little too late when it's gone. And so that's why it's not that you shouldn't be in the moment, but you you should make it a practice to appreciate these moments. Like even with your kids, when you're too busy on your phone or, you know, mm-hmm. when your parents call or whatever, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who don't have those things. And I just mm-hmm. think that again, this season is not about what can you give them, you know, like it's about the time you spend with them while they're here. It's like, you're allowed to slow down a little bit at the end of the year to reflect back on what you have, who you have and what you've done. It's not so much about what you're carrying with you, you know, into the next year. Um, yeah. And I will say about being lonely too, mm-hmm. is that it, it also is very highlighted during this time of year, but it, it also, I think it, it's highlighted because you're reflecting a lot mm. about like, you know, I guess if you're, you're by yourself, if you live by yourself, it's, it's very common. But at the same time, I feel like it also makes you realize that you, you are all, always also distracting yourself from that lonely feeling mm. by like, scrolling on you know on this and that and and doing this and that but then when you're reflecting on the fact that you're alone that also means that you can reach out it's your opportunity to reach out to people yeah and that's important too and I did promise a friend uh we made a pact that I would reach out more often if Mm -hmm. if I needed that and not to be afraid to like reach out right so that means everything you know um yeah yeah and it's nice to have a friend that can be there for you emotionally Mm -hmm. and be supportive and be your um support system 
Mm-hmm. And that felt nice, nice to, to feel supported in that moment. And yeah, that's the pact I made with her is that I would learn to reach out more often, mm-hmm. you know, when the time comes. So that's, and I think that's, that's nice. Cause I feel like, I think that we get used to just like being such workhorses that mm-hmm. we don't feel seen anymore just for being. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's important, I think, that when you're checking in with people, that your conversation maybe doesn't always lead into something else, that it's just maybe you have a conversation with where they're at and just learn how to be with people and not ask them what they've done or what they have you know, like Mm -hmm. how far they've Mm -hmm. come. Maybe Mm -hmm. the fact that they're still here right this very second, that they've survived another day, that's enough. The fact Mm -hmm. that they're able to sit with you or talk to you or communicate, that should be enough. And maybe they just need someone to, I guess, see them and appreciate them just for sitting there, you know, not for what they Mm -hmm. did, but for just existing, you know, because I also feel like a lot of us do go through things that we don't tell anybody about. Yeah. You can have all the friends in the world. You can have all the family in the world. You can even have the closest friends in the world, but we also always deal with those big problems more than likely internally on our own. So, Mm -hmm. I guess that's another thing to be mindful of with your family, with your friends, but also with strangers. You Mm -hmm. have no idea what somebody's going through. And I think it's always important to try and self-reflect and practice compassion when you have the opportunity to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that doesn't mean you have to give somebody something. Sometimes it just means that you hold space to see them as humans. And yeah you know, allow them the opportunity and the grace to be human as well. And, and that's just basic. And I don't see a whole lot of people doing that, unfortunately. Yes, I agree. And I, I am very appreciative of the men who have hold the doors open, even when they're with their girlfriends, they hold it open. Chivalry is not dead. And so I appreciate them. That's all I got to say. I guess that's another positive thing to look. If you're feeling kind of down or you're, you know, not in the best mood while you're out there, um, you can see a lot of bad shit. You see a lot Mm -hmm. of crappy people. But also, it's always nice to look for those rare gems that are, like, good people out there and show Mm -hmm. them, like, acknowledge them. You know, say thank you or, you know, just smile those things make a mm-hmm. difference because it's hard to be compassionate like that in this world. You know, you go through a lot um, during mm-hmm. your day, whether it'll be very nice to your like retail associates and whoever's dealing with you in customer service or people who work at restaurants, like just remember, you know, yeah. they're people too. So yeah. it's another thing to keep note of is to do that. And Yeah. I I know that those things don't go unseen. You'd be surprised. You know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. To be acknowledged, you know. And here's my final question then for you guys. Okay. (laughs) Did you guys believe in Santa? (laughs) That's a good question. No. Never. Okay. No. How about I you? Think for, I, I think for me, I had to grow up so fast. So the world took me by surprise. I didn't even have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's kind of a mixed answer because I didn't believe it, that Santa. I saw my mom buying gifts. So that was like. <laughs> <laughs> she spoiled that. <laughs> but it was so funny as a kid. Um, I would try to rationalize things. So 
I would watch a lot of documentaries on the Discovery Channel. They would talk about the, the you know, the origins of Christmas. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he's not real right now, but he was a real person. So I believe mm. he existed, but he's not real now. But maybe mm. his spirit in some sense is real. Mm. Maybe... This is my my childlike logic. Maybe the spirit, because they always talked about the spirit of Christmas. I'm like, yeah. Maybe the spirit possesses people to do good things. <laughs> mm, that's and interesting. I was like, you know, in the same ways that people think about possession in a bad way. I'm like, maybe there's good possession. You know what I mean? Like maybe, yeah. There is this compassionate spirit that flows around during this time of year that you know, possesses people to give a little bit more. And that's my rationality for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good rationality. Yeah. yeah. And it makes sense, you know, because it is kind of the, the holiday or the, the idea of it is just like a spirit. Its own, its own entity. I like that. Yeah, I do because if if there's any hope in like having courtesy and kindness I hope that carries on you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and I'll definitely do my part Mm -hmm. I guess um, here's another question that I feel like listeners could think of and Mm -hmm. we could think of um Mm -hmm. If there was one gift that you can give people, what gift would that be, including yourself? Oh gosh, I think I would. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just gonna say I would give them like a happy good morning, like the sun would be shining brightly. They'd have everything they need in the morning, like a cup of coffee, a cat, a family to cuddle up to under the blank, a fuzzy blanket. And (laughs) because you think about it, we we carry a lot of like stress during the day. And by the evening we're pooped, we're tired. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you go to sleep, you wake up the next day, it's a brand new day. And I want everyone to feel that way like how I described it, at least for one day, <laughs> we all wake nice. up feeling that same way. Nice. Yeah. I would say mine is the feeling of being loved, like yeah, just feeling that you're loved, whatever that means for whoever mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. someone loves them. You get a lot of strength from that. So feel like that would get you through the year (laughs) yeah yeah definitely it's like that's all you get you get it for the whole year yeah with it now knock it off (laughs) (laughs) now be good (laughs) i mean there's so much that i feel like people when they're down and out you know like sometimes you just need to know that you're loved and it's really hard to feel that way when you feel alone so you know that you're loved yeah. as you are and you're you're loved. How about you, Christy? Um <clears throat> I would say, I was thinking about this, but I don't know. Uh maybe the gift the gift of hope. That's a good one too. Aww. They're all good. <laughs> We're like the three little fairies from... <laughs> <laughs> or, or the three kings, Olga. We are the, the Reyeses. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Gift of hope. I was telling, I was, I was, I was talking about like a Christmas song that always brings me to tears. And it always does every time I hear it. And I couldn't remember the name of it. I just know how the song goes. And today I figured out the name of it. What is it? And, and it's Oh Holy Night. Oh yeah. That's... song. Oh. oh my God. The chorus, the angels. <sighs> Yes. Uh, That's a good one. I was in choir, so like I remember that song. Did you sing did you sing that one? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be cool to sing in choir. We should go caroling. 
We well, well, I saw some on Andersonville. Ooh, we were we were yeah. thinking like for Christmas when we get together, we, we can do some uh, Christmas caroling karaoke. Ooh, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. That sounds very fun. And we could do Mariah Carey and Les. <laughs> <What was it? laughs> George Michael was that him? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna sing it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I just realized we're still recording. <laughs> like, no. So, Christy, did you want to add anything more to hope? What that meant to you? Mm-hmm. Um, just hope that that no matter how hard things can be, that things can always get better and be better. Um. And hope that, yeah, just hope. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to add. Powerful thing. It's literally all over the place all the time because these are some of the most powerful, like, things that we take for granted that is, they're invisible, but they change lives. Like, they're, they're the very thing we need, I think, Um especially after a long year of changes and transitions and difficulties. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're like your fairy godmothers or the three kings, and we're bestowing this to all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, you know, lucky enough to listen to this podcast, then you have a year full of these blessings, courtesy of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, any final thoughts as we wrap up? I will would say snow? that. <laughs> oh, <you want> now <laughs> no, I just gonna say, will we get snow this year? In time for Christmas, we will see. Yeah. I know we should make bets, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say that final thoughts is like I like how I used to dread this time of year and the cold, and now. I, I I like to view it as more chill and cozy times. So mm. Christmas to me is more like a huga time. Yeah. Yeah. Of being cozy and and you know, taking things slow mm-hmm. and being res- and being resourceful. Yes, definitely. Yes, and it's a a time of gratefulness, appreciation and of hope and good mornings and a time to embrace being loved and loving others. All right. Well, that I think is it for today. Thank you everyone for joining us for this special holiday Miss Spirituality podcast. I hope that you all take something from this podcast, whether it's like some ability to relieve that stress, some good shopping tips, or just, you know, receiving that blessing that we wish upon our, our, all of you and ourselves. And whether or not you, you know, celebrate Christmas or whatever you celebrate this time of year, um, we wish you a happy holiday and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.